Watch who? Welcome to the Two Watch Who podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to Who. Yes, and we are watching from the very beginning all of Doctor Who, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we, if you have been listening, um, welcome back. And I've got a bit of an update, really, because we so far have been recording quite far in advance. And then the coronavirus thing happened. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, when you're listening to this now, it would have happened for quite a long time. So it all sort of happened last time when we were doing the sensor rights, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Where we had to actually go out in the middle of the sensor rights to get food. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> we, we, like, we had the speech. They were like, everything's closed. And we were like, got to go and get the pizza now. We had to get pizza halfway through the sensor rights. <laughs> in case everything shut down. Um, so, so we are recording over the internet for the very first time. So yeah. bear with us, it's new technology. Uh, <laughs> it's new to we, us as well. Oh yeah, it's new, new to us. <laughs> <what I mean. laughs> so um, hopefully we sound as, as we usually do, um, but there might be a few glitches here and there while we get used to the uh, technology. But actually... Being in what isolation, it's quite a good time to catch up on Doctor Who, and I've seen yeah. a lot of people start in their sort of marathons. A lot of fans are watching from the beginning, like you've, we are. You've, you've been on a lot of um, Twitter, like like there's lots of tweet alongs. Uh, it seems like the the Doctor Who fans are united. <laughs> Now's the time. Through. It's it's a, it's a really nice thing. It's really nice. Yeah, and. Um, I think watching 60s Doctor Who as well, I find it quite relaxing. I don't know about you, maybe not. Maybe not. Well, we'll talk about it. <laughs> so we'll, we'll get there. Well, we, uh, we are at the very end of the first series. Yeah. Well, it's worth saying, actually, because when, so obviously when this happened, and we, we have sort of, we did talk about it, like, it is going to happen. There will be a shutdown. How are we going to do this? Um, so I watched this on DVD. We like you sent it to me so well i was gonna say congratulations you own your very first doctor who dvd <laughs> I <do. laughs> you own the reign of terror on dvd <laughs> <laughs> that is yours to keep which, I know you said that, which has animated episodes on as well yeah. so um go me um so yeah we've got that but um, after that, we did talk about it. Like, so how are we going to do this? Because like, we can't just keep posting DVDs to each other. No, no. So, or I just constantly ordered like buy DVDs. That's mental. Uh, I'm not you. So, um, but they're all on BritBox. Well, yeah, the pretty much all of them. There's the odd one. Well, this one isn't on BritBox. That's why you've got the DVD. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is the perfect way if you are new. To who maybe, and you don't want to buy, buy all the DVDs. Like mine. then, they're all on BritBox to watch. Yeah. So um, perfect way to to watch along if you uh, if there's any that you haven't seen. Yeah. Maybe so. Yeah. Um, hopefully, people are doing that. So I will be signing up for my thirty day free trial after this. Yeah, to get through the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to start season two. <laughs> Let's go into today's episode then, which we have just freshly watched. Yeah, we've literally just watched it. So last time... Well, we... also, sorry. And normally when we we watch together, but obviously we were doing it separate. Yeah, so this is the first time we watched separately. But I was texting you my thoughts. Like, yes. So normally yeah. where I'll, like, say something, I, I was, like, <laughs> texting you, like, you've put notes, whereas I was texting you my, like, sarky thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> But well, with no context either. You just had to presume this is where this is happening. It'd just be like, ugh, Susan. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting to see if we've picked up on the same things this time, because usually when we're watching together, we both sort of talk as we go along. Yeah, yeah. So let's see. There are there are definitely some moments where I thought, I have I know exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> we did the sensor rights last time, which probably isn't one of our favourites. No. Um, and we left, well, the Doctor was going to throw Ian and Barbara off the ship. That was our cliffhanger. 
I know. Yeah, out of nowhere, he sort of like snaps like a little straw. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> and then, well, then we go into, well, Reign of Terror is another historical. The doctors put us down right in the middle of the French Revolution. Yes. The Reign of Terror. Just general general thoughts then. Um, oh, I don't really like the historical ones. What about this setting compared to the Aztecs? So, actually, I... right, actually, I have to say, and it must just be because it's the last one, the production values in this are amazing. Like, they have so many sets, and it's in, like the whole thing of that, I was I was actually, I was like, oh, fair play. It's It looks a lot better than the Aztecs. Um, the Aztecs was, like, obviously just had, like, a few, like maybe three sets. This felt like mm. it had lots of different places. Well, yeah, and I mean, they had a horse in the studio, they had a horse and cart. <laughs> but it had the house at the beginning, and then it had the prison, which obviously did keep coming up, but it had the prison. It had another house. It had lots of different things it had outside. There was all the, mm. fi- like when he's going through the fields and he was like, there was that scene, wasn't he, where he's um, digging out. We've got our very first ever location. And there was the... a child. I think that's the first I, that I can think of. Is that the first time there's been a child? Maybe there was some child cavemen. No, maybe. I don't think there was. I think they were all adults. Oh, maybe. Maybe it is the first child. I didn't pick up on that. I think it was. Or if, no, there was, yeah. if there was any child cavemen, they didn't speak. No, yeah, it's the first child actor then. Yeah. <laughs> where where is he now? Is yeah. he doing finding? <laughs> I enjoyed this. I think more than the Aztecs. French Revolution again is a very 1960s school subject. I feel. Yeah, I think it's one of those with a lot of these historical. They obviously they must have done it in school, or have you must have more of a knowledge of. The general, I choose a lot of my lame is knowledge, put it that way. I didn't really know that much about, that was the only thing that I was trying to keep up with. Yeah. About who was who. I mean, if because I was thinking, how do kids in school, are, how are they following this? Yeah. Who's who? Because it doesn't have that sort of history lesson very, like at the beginning of the Aztecs where they were like, oh, the Aztecs did this and they did this. This very much assumes that you know yeah, everything about yeah. the French Revolution. I'd never heard of Robespierre, to be honest. No, there was a lot of stuff like, like that. I just I didn't know. Where, but I do think in the sixties, kids would probably have been taught about Robespierre or whatever his name is. Yeah, <laughs> obviously yeah, I know yeah. Napoleon. Yeah, uh, and I know the basics. But yeah, I think a lot of the politics of it, I didn't. I I just think it was taken for granted that you'd understand. Yes. Yeah, more so than the Aztecs, I thought. Yeah. But you know what? I did enjoy this one. And it's not one that I... Um, well, actually, it's the very very last video that was released. Was it? Well, I guess... In 2003. So, I guess because... Um... I've got the box set here. I'm going to show you over there. I'll put a picture <laughs> in the So it came in this box set. Oh, look how massive it is. It was the Reign of Terror plus um, some other some a video of some other missing episodes, The Web of Fear, which isn't missing anymore it was missing at the time mm-hmm. um and the faceless ones uh so i got this for christmas must have been christmas 2003 I'm, i was like is that, is that the video probably 18 or something for this. so it's my last my last video box set oh instead of the anim- animation it was carol ann ford saying what happened in episodes four and five so halfway through she's like She's just sitting there, like glamorous, <laughs> saying, in this episode, this is what happened. Just she fills in the story for you. In episodes four and five, still masquerading as a regional deputy, the doctor visits Robespierre and is something of a success. That's what they used to do on the videos. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so I wasn't, it's not one that I followed. I mean, today when I've watched it, it's the first time that I followed it all the way through. And I can tell, I do know what's happening in it. Yeah, yeah. The only other memory I have of this is um, when I first watched it, it reminds me of pizza because I remember having a Goodfellas pepperoni pizza (laughs) when I sat down and watched it. 
<laughs> so until today, it has reminded me of pizza. And I think because the cover is sort of orange, um, orange and <laughs> yellow, <laughs> like pizza, <laughs> it always, Reign of Terror in my head is Goodfellas Pizza. That's so funny. And then it came out on DVD. Um, well, it was animated in 2012. Mm-hmm. And again, it was very exciting. It was only the second one that was ever animated. It hasn't got a great reputation because the animation isn't as amazing as it could be um, because there's been releases since that are are much better. But they didn't have the budget. You You liked it. I didn't. Um... Well, the, the criticism that it got, which hasn't happened since, is there were those very sort of fast sort of cutaways it, what you've got the slow pace of the sort of 60s episodes mm. and the soundtrack of the 60s episodes and then you know they're trying to fill in with the action where they can't really i mean they've done such a good job with the script and the soundtrack working out what is actually going on yeah and then you get i don't know if you notice those sort of sudden sort of someone's eye and then it cuts to someone's hand and then it goes full screen really close up yeah that's what that's what it got, and I, I, they haven't really done that since. I think they've learned from that, and I'd rather watch that than the telly snaps. Oh god, yeah. Oh no, more telly snaps. Are there more telly snaps to come? There will be, yeah. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I say that sarcastically. Um, no, I no, I definitely prefer it to telly snaps. Are they always in that style? Because the style. Have you ever watched Archer? No. TV series. So it reminded no. me of Archer, which is um, like, look up Archer. It's on Netflix. Um, but if you watch, like, an ep- if you look at an episode of Archer, you'll see what I mean. They could not be two more different things. Archer's like a grown up cartoon thing. Um, but the style <laughs> reminded me of that. Um, so I kind of had Archer in my head, but it's Doctor Who. Well, yeah, so they, they do, there's different companies that have done the d- different animations. They haven't used always the same one. Right. So the first one they did, which was years and years before, um, was completely different. Mm. And then there was this, I think that's why this one was a little bit of a disappointment at the time. And then, I mean, we've had one ones really recently that are complete, they are completely different. And yeah, I mean, you're going back, I mean, 2012, it's quite a long time. Yeah. You know, technology has even got Wait, better and buggers are probably got better since then as well so you can't blame them it was done i think it was done very quickly and it's as i say it's su- it is such a niche thing to yeah, have yeah. With, i just think we're very lucky to have something like that because they could have just put the telly snaps they could have just shoved caroline ford on you know <laughs> presenting two episodes which i thought was on the dvd it's not on the dvd extras i was gonna I'll have to get put the video in and show you that one day. She's just sitting there like... I mean, and that was recorded in the 90s when they were going to originally release it. So it's not like it's even 2003 footage. It's like 1994, Carol Ann Ford. It's not a fan favourite, I would say. I prefer I think it's... it in terms of the budgets and the whole, like... I think, like, they go to town on it, like, because it's a BBC and they have, like, you know, they have the department for it. They've got like, all that. But well, yeah, I've probably got do, it all in stock. But I find it a lot harder to just, like. Would it? I mean, was it just six episodes? Is quite. Did you not get into the sort of intrigue of it? I started to get into, which I, again, these side characters. Who is the traitor, and who is? Did you not get into that and um, try and work out who's who? Because I'll tell you who I felt sorry for the um, prison guard. Oh yes, he was I having a rough time. Like yeah. I felt really sorry for him. Like he was just, and then when you find out that the one guy that he trusts is actually the traitor, I was like, oh god, poor sod. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought he was great. I re- that's you know, it's he those things I picked up on. Constantly just done upon. Like he has no moral background. Like he's just bless him. He has nothing. He's hit on the head twice. <laughs> He's just constantly done in. He's just it's not his it's not his day, it's not his episode, it's not his show. Um what? he's got a good heart, he just constantly like trusts in people and uh just gets done in. So yeah, I felt for him. And yeah, I don't know. I don't, I just couldn't I just couldn't take to it. Okay. But well should we um do you wanna go through our characters like we usually do and then we'll yeah, pick up? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Who do you want to start with? Let's start with the doctor. Okay. So I my notes are <laughs> the doctor trying to throw Ian and Barbara off is dick yeah. move number four this series. <laughs> dick move. <laughs> Although not he's not as bad. He's not as bad as he has been. No. Like they're still a good team, aren't they? He's still he's still likable in this. Not to begin he hasn't with. Gone he hasn't regressed back to no. earlier on. But he has like the first like five minutes, like you're hating on him. Because he was all right in the censor rights as well. He just flipped, didn't he? Yeah, like and that's it. It's just out of no I think if it had been right, you want to get back to your time. Let's try or do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, if the story had been more let's go back to your time so you can visit it or something like I don't know. If it had been more that, it just made no sense out of we've had all this build up to them building up this relationship and then suddenly out of nowhere. And it literally was nowhere. He made some joke. He makes these jokes all the time, Ian. And out of nowhere, he just flips and goes, Right, we're sending you back on his broken ship that he can't even navigate. Doesn't even make sense. There we are, home. Dr. Wick. It's all right. Chester didn't make the position quite clear. Now, I have some work to do. Grandfather, please. Hush, child, say your goodbyes, and remember, we should be leaving almost immediately. Yeah, that... It's just that first five minutes where he's like, of course I'm right, of course I'm here. And then, and then he goes and... And then actually, when they're in the house, he's like, oh, look, Ian, it's... He's like, he's absolutely fine. It's like, oh, look, we're, we're investigating all together again. Like, it makes no sense. So, no, like, it's dickhead move number four, like you say, but but it, it just makes no sense. Yeah. I also put that he is unconscious again for a little while. Classic doctor. <laughs> he hasn't done that for a while, though. It was it was, it was was due to happen. Yeah. Well, someone was going to get knocked out. Yeah, yeah. But then later on, I've also put that this is really the first time when he is travelling to Paris, he's out on his own and he's doing a lot of the act. Because he, did you notice William Russell had two weeks off? He did, yeah, yeah, yeah. In his prison cell. In his prison cell. In his pre-recorded prison cell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you see the, the doctor travelling and the bit on the road and he gets to do all of that in the clothes shop and everything. He That's the first time, really, he's had his own bit to do. Yeah. Um... Because yeah, because you know, he, he's either he's been unconscious or on holiday, and he's been up no, to no. He had he had the whole stuff in the Aztecs. Oh, I suppose so. Yeah, I suppose where he, so. you know, got nearly married and stuff. Oh yeah, I just felt like he he did a lot more than he has done for a while in some of these. Yeah, I think you saw it more in the yeah, Aztecs. It. it sort of he sort of was thinking about it. And I think that's it with the Doctor up until this episode. So he he thinks about these things. He has all these things in his head, but he never reveals it. So he's like, ah, yep, 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 mm, 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 yep, yep. And he it all, you know, he's got it all going on. You're like, hmm, he's got a plan. Like the like, the Doctor's he knows what's going on. But that's it. You never really. He's just always there. he's putting the pieces together, and that's it. This was the first time I think, like you say, it probably felt more like that because you're actually seeing him going through the motions to get there. Yeah. So maybe that's why, even in the Aztecs, he was by himself in that garden, but we didn't yeah. see, we're seeing everything, but we're not seeing him putting the pieces of the puzzle together in the same way. Yeah, It was enjoyable, though, and he whacks that guy over the head. <laughs> I, the I so laughed at that, because I when it happened... And because obviously it just zooms in on that other guy, so you don't see it. And I remember thinking, God, the kids aren't going to like that about the doctor. And then, and then the guy's just asleep. That's the conclusion. Of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you see, was I, I was like, is that a pickaxe? Is that like, <laughs> like you know. that sort of one? That guy should be dead. <laughs> and it actually reminds me those guys that get shot in episode one. Yeah. That was quite violent, wasn't it? Just straight. Yeah. You know. It did make me laugh. I was like, you know, the hero of this of this whole series, you know, basically violently hits a guy. And I remember I was I was thinking like, oh my gosh, like and you don't see it, but you know he didn't <laughs> like, it's no doubt. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, God, how are they getting away with that? 
and he's just and and it is so obvious as if he's like <laughs> yeah, yeah that's probably why they were allowed to do that if they're following up with that and he puts the coin on his yeah, eye that would never happen either like don't worry kids you could just whack a guy around the head he'll just sleep <laughs> it off <laughs> There was also nice moments with Barbara. Oh, God. Like you said about the beginning. Oh, God, yeah, it made me laugh. I texted you that right at the beginning. So um, what was it? When they're like when they're trying to persuade the Doctor to come off the ship with them, and she's literally stood there fluttering her eyes. She doesn't even, she doesn't even really say anything. She's just fluttering her eyes like, but, 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 yeah. yes, Doctor. Mm-hmm. And it like, I don't, yeah, that made me laugh. Like. Barbara flirting. And there's a nice scene at the end as well where they're saying about they can't change history and, and Barbara's like, I, you know, from the Aztecs I learned that. And yeah, he's, they're, they're sort of on the same level this time yeah. compared to the Aztecs. And he's not really that bothered about the history part of it. He didn't really seem to... Should we talk about Barbara? Because, well, okay, let's go on yeah, to Barbara yeah. then. Yeah. Barbara. Yeah. Um, well, again, history, it's her thing, isn't it? So yeah. it's going to be... <laughs> so actually, that is one thing between them. Um, just one final link. Um, what I found interesting was Susan says something about how the Doctor's not going to want to leave because the French Revolution is his favourite time in history. Yes. And yeah. so this is obviously something that he's very like into. Yeah, but is But you don't really see, see that. that. Though, he never no, even like gets but... like, excited about it, that like, bothered. And Barbara, considering she is a history teacher, compared to the Aztecs that she was very knowledgeable about, this she's not that. I don't. I just don't think she's had. She gets the opportunity to. I think she does know her stuff, and and um, I don't know. I don't know if this was intentional or not. But in Unearthly Child. Mm. In the first episode, Barbara lends Susan a book on the French Revolution. Is she? And that's where and Susan looks and goes, "Oh, that's not right." And that's the first hint that she's unearthly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they thought of that by that. I don't think they had. No, no. Um, but it's a nice little link back to the first episode. I was waiting for her basically to explain to me what was happening in the French <laughs> Revolution and what was going on, and that just didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. Because she gets thrown in prison, doesn't she? And she's got to look after Susan most of the time. She's Susan's childminder again, yeah. isn't she? Do you? But at least Barbara is again stepping up. She's not being no Barbara of old, is no. she? No, Barbara she's has okay. stepped up. Barbara's not the Barbara of old, as you've just said. But especially as um, Ian's not in the picture to help out with Susan, she's got to be. Barbara has stepped up. She's not the Barbara of old. She's this new Barbara. Um, she has learnt her lesson from the Aztecs. Do you think, see, Barbara, in Aztecs and this, she's strong. She does better in history than she does in the future. Maybe that's what it is. she's more comfortable. It's her time. <laughs> yeah. she, it's her knowledge, maybe. That's it, you're right. It's time she understands and knows. Can we talk about Barbara and Leon? Oh, yeah. That was so When Leon turned up, I was like, oh, no, here we go. <laughs> it was so... Um, yeah, it was like it came out of nowhere. It lasted for about five seconds to the point that even Susan was like, <laughs> "You really like him." It was so, it was so like, literally, he walks in, he's like, "Hello," and he's like really close to her, and she's like, "Hi," and then that was it. Like apparently they're in love. Oh, Barbara, this is a good friend of mine, Leon. Barbara, she's here with a young friend. They're staying with us for a few days. I'm pleased to meet you. It was just, oh uh, yeah, cringe. So I couldn't remember what happened and I didn't remember the character of Leon. I thought he was going to be a bit of a creep and because he was sitting there with her and they were left alone very suddenly. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't I didn't pick up really that she liked no. him. I thought he was I thought he liked her and he was gonna attack her or do something. And when he got shot and she was really upset, I was like, Oh, really? Like <laughs> They had that, what, one scene together? They had a glass of wine? Eight, Mark, that's all it takes sometimes. Just one glass of wine. No, I think that sums up Barbara, though. She's like, one for the men. I did like, maybe it was there because um, she did have that bit of that history. She was upset that he was dead because of the sort of historical... That Yeah, but I kind of what you just said before... 
I was waiting for the music. So that's one thing with Doctor Who. If you're not sure of what a character is, just wait for the music to tell you. If you're not sure of a character's intentions, wait for the da-da. They're probably bad. <laughs> yeah, I had my suspicions of Leon, but I was in, I was enjoying working out who was <laughs> who was going to be James Sterling. I had no idea about that. And then you had so you had James Sterling, didn't you? You had Jan and Jules, who were the friends. Oh yeah. And then you had Leon. Um, I yeah, obviously Leon turned out to be. I suppose I did have my suspicions on Leon. I suppose, but I wasn't sure about James Sterling. I wasn't, I wasn't sure, sure about James gonna... Sterling. I did not yeah. think it was that guy at the end. No, I really okay. didn't think it was him. That didn't no. surprise me. That was like a, yeah. a <gasps> moment. The other thing I've got for Barbara is she's the barmaid at the oh end. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Barmaid. That was funny. And Ian, Ian, Ian and Barbara's bar would be amazing <laughs> to go to. <laughs> so did you notice though, like there was some, so I work in a bar, there was some glasses on the end of the bar and I was thinking, Barbara, you should be cleaning those up. Like <laughs> she did her um sort of her accent when she was the bar. Did you notice she did that sort of oh, like <laughs> I don't you know what Cornish? Can can I get you anything, citizen? Uh, yes, some wine. How many guests are you expecting? Can we talk about accents a minute? The lack of French accents. Not only that, well, yeah, just the northern accents as well. If they're poor. They're apparently really like Northern. That made me laugh a lot. Yep. Just let's stereotype everything. They're not French in any way. <laughs> like, not even. Well, no, I think that it's the BBC in the 60s. I think all plays and all television, like, it was just how it was done, wasn't it? <sighs> Imagine, though, if they all did these French accents, it would just be. It just made me laugh. I think the little kid at the start makes a slight accent, sort of indicate that they're in France. Um, and then after that, it, it, like it's all gone out the window. No one even bothers to try. It's it just makes it even funnier. There's a a comedy show. I can't remember what it's called. You might know. Um, and they have the Germans. I only know it because I c- it's only in my head because I saw like a meme about it with the whole coronavirus thing at the minute. And the French all have like. I think it's set in France. Oh gosh, it's really going to bug me what it's called. And well, not, I know, I yes, no. yes. No. And <laughs> the and now which way around is it? I don't know it that well, but I just know that the people with the other accents, like you must go home or something. The other people have funny accents, yeah. and I can't remember whether yeah. they're the French or the English, but whoever it is, they have the funny accents. Yeah, that's her, um, Allo Allo. Yeah, yeah, that's what it should have been. Yeah, it's very, Everyone yeah. should have been like Allo Allo. Like that. that would have been fun. Yeah. Not very Doctor Who, but it would have been um, fun. Um, Ian. Okay, let's go to Ian. Ian yeah, then. my man. He does well for having two weeks off. Yeah. See, the Doctor has two weeks off. He's written out. <laughs> Ian can't even be written no, out. because you can't do without Ian because he is a hero. <laughs> so um, my partner said he, he was like, he thinks Ian... Looks like a young John Barrowman. I don't think anybody's ever said that before. <laughs> <laughs> that is because Ian is a hero. Like, so, like, John Barrowman is a hero. Ian is a hero. So, of course, he looks like John Barrowman. Did you notice the bit, you know, where they're brought into the prison and you've got Barbara and Susan and the guy's like saying, oh, you need to go to prison. And then it just cuts and it's just. Ian on his own, which is obviously a bit of film that's just been put in. <laughs> also, <laughs> Ian has great there. legs. That's another thing because he's in those short things. Ian has great legs. And um, what else do I have about Ian? Um, just Ian's great. The, the really, was- oh, the really dramatic shot of the three of them. Um, you know when they're caught um, after the house, when the house is burning down and you've got like Susan being Susan. Barbara's like, he'll get out. And you've got Ian, like, looking broody. Yeah, I'm all team Ian. Ian's great. Yeah, yeah, he was. And it's interesting, Ian and Barbara, they're not worried. They're still not. They were like, oh, well, it doesn't matter if we're home or not. They're really enjoying the adventure. Yeah. They're really, um, they're not bothered. Because he's a Um, hero. (laughs) And he got, well, uh, do you know what? The only thing is animated Ian wasn't great. No. Maybe that's why I was struggling and falling asleep. Because when they got him, you know, they brought in the animated one, they brought him through the window. Yeah. 
and I did. It took me a while to work out that was actually oh, Ian because it didn't look like. <laughs> I didn't. I actually when they sat him down, I went, "That's Ian." <laughs> Ian versus Leon. I know that was dramatic. Fighting for Barbara's love. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. I mean, Ian and Barbara um, are never a thing. Why not? Because they're just like because Barbara's such a sleazy like. Like she's just she's out with all the men, isn't she? She is. Every episode she's with a man, and it ain't Ian. Whereas Ian just saves the day. Well, I'm not going to say like anything that happens, but I think fans would like to think that Ian and Barbara end up together. I'm not saying that they do, but I think fans would like like the idea of that. And read well, into that in moments. I think that Barbara needs to consider her actions then. I've written, Ian, off for two weeks, in prison cell, still a hero. Yes, <laughs> he he's such a hero. No, I'm just hating on Barbara. But um, because I'm all for girl power and she can do what she wants. So I don't mean that. But um, she can have any man she wants. I'd take that back. She only, she only had a glass of wine with Leon. That was it. She's not like she did anything. <laughs> or she had like, like, and then he got shot. He got so shot. There was no it's just the most mental thing. Every episode, like Barbara has got a man. Uh, so, like she just like the men look at Barbara and they're like, yeah. But because um, I thought Jules was gonna go for her as well. Because he's the it was he was the one that got her. It was his house, wasn't it? Yeah, Jules. And even even animated instantly, I knew it was Ian with a bag on his head. The, the others were great. The other animation, obviously Barbara and Susan, uh, and the doctor and his his outfit. Susan great. looked a mess. Animated. She looked a state. Like when she came out. Like I don't. I was. I went. Whoa. She like she needs a wash and a haircut. Like she looks because she's ill as well, isn't she? <laughs> she doesn't have much to do. To be fair, she's pretty. Much, I thought they'd written her out in two episodes. I thought she could have easily have gone on holiday for two episodes. She was a nightmare. Because what does she do? She she's all right to begin with. She doesn't cope well in the prison with the rats. She doesn't cope well. Full stop. I thought she was coping quite well because there weren't any. You know, they get captured. They get marched off to Paris. She doesn't scream or get upset. And Mark, then were we watching the same episodes? Well, no, she doesn't have a. She doesn't go completely, you know, off and screaming straight away. I think she cope. I thought she coped quite well. It's when she sees the rats that sends her over the edge, isn't no, it? No, she's constantly annoying. <laughs> what is it? Rats! Rats! <laughs> they must have smelt the food. Barbara, there's rats down there. She's she's upset to begin with because they're going. So she goes off to her room to sulk. Then they're like, oh, no, the doctor. So she goes, like, she's with them. Then um, they, uh, they're upstairs. Um, Ian's looking for the doctor, and it's because she screams that Ian goes looking for her, and they all get captured. It's her scream that sends her looking for him. So her screaming, of course. Um, then she's like, oh. Because, like, you know, they're potentially going to get shot, whatever. But they don't. They get, you know, sent on their way. Um, the house is burned down. She's screaming about that. Well, but And they see, and it's Ian and, and Barbara that are like, don't worry, he'll get out. They're calm. They're all calm and cool, like calming her. Fine. But classic, like, lack of faith in anything Susan. Um, then, you know, they get to prison. Okay, she's fine. Susan and Barbara eating the same food. Classic Susan. She gets ill. She can't deal with the rat. <laughs> like they're eating, everyone's eating the to same. To be thing. fair, I would not cope with with all the rats and digging and stuff. But she, but even before the rat, she can't deal with it. Like so, again, Barbara's like, I think I found a way out. And she's like, Oh, I can't cope. And she's like, Let's let's dig. And she's like, I can't deal with any more digging. And some food arrives. She's like. And then Barbara, Barbara's there like, oh God, I didn't realise how hungry I was or like what what I'd even eat. And then and Susan's like, ugh, food. Like then she's like, oh, I can't dig anymore. Oh, okay, actually I can. Oh, there's a rat. Oh, and then oh, I'm ill. I can't, I can't move. And 
and Barbara's like, now, Susan, come on, we've got to get off this. Like, this is our chance for, like, getting away. She's like, I can't. <laughs> yeah. If those guys had to come and save them, she like they'd be dead. She's like, come on, Susan, come on. She's a nightmare. She's She's got a headache. She's having a bad time. But they are going through the guillotine. <laughs> they are going to be guillotined if Susan doesn't move. And then Barbara is like, okay, don't worry. You've got a headache. Just stay there. It's fine. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, well, yeah. They're going to be guillotined. Yeah. And Susan's like, ah. Then she's in the prison cell. The doctor gets her out, she goes back in, she seems to be in and out. But even then, she's constantly screaming. Mm. And then she's not even in that last bit with Napoleon or anything. Because she's in the prison cell, isn't she? So, um, yeah, yeah, it's not a great one for Susan, which is a shame because she does have quite, she has all her um, telepathic moments and she she does quite a lot. So maybe that's that's the sort of rule. But she's almost failed herself here because in the last episode, it was all about her growing up and becoming a woman, mm. challenging her grandfather. And um, now she's a child again. But then I maybe four, you've got the four, someone every week has has to be in the prison cell or has to be the Susan. It's not, but it's not so much that. I don't mind that she wasn't in it much. Like it was her character and it was the weediness of it because she's so weedy and annoying someone's got to do that and someone had to go to the doctors so that they could get you know when they got captured again i don't mind her being ill i don't mind her being ill like it's just her annoying weedy voice (laughs) where is susan like number four now yeah where was she before she started off as your number one in unearthly child (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then Barbara, well, obviously where's, well, it depends where Barbara is, I suppose. Yeah, oh gosh. Barbara. I feel like, yeah, everyone sort of progressed. Barbara's between two and like three. Everyone has progressed quite a lot. Susan did progress and then she's gone back again. But the- S- Susan is so up and down. And I guess all, maybe that comes with just being her age and being a teenager and... The trouble is, we've talked about this a lot. I see her as a yes, teenager. Yeah. I see her as a 16-year-old teenager. You see her as this alien. Well, I did, but now that's sort of all gone. And it, and it did, you know, in the censor rights, that was valid. But now, I yeah, you can't help but just see her as the child now, especially with Barbara looking after her. and yeah. And it's, but I think that's where this series really, with, I think that's where it sort of almost fails itself. In that, what those, what those. Then um, I think there's a lot of talk about you need a character that the children identify with, and that was Susan. Oh, a hundred percent. She but, can't grow up too much because of the kids and the audience. Yeah, completely. But I, I'm talking like um, with the powers and stuff. So I, it, it, again, it was quite interesting. Um, my partner, he hadn't watched any of the 60s one really before. So when she goes grandfather and he was like, oh, grandfather, is that like blood or is that like some weird name? And I went, well, we're going off the definition of blood here. And he went, oh. And I think that's something quite interesting because I haven't really thought about it before. But the doctor doesn't show to have any um, alien traits. Well, not yet, I suppose. He's not. He's just sort of a very smart human maybe he's been living a long time I, but well, it's not really i don't even know if when they're making this series right now that he's defined defined as an alien so at what point is has his granddaughter developed do you know what i mean like there's there's so many sort of unanswered well that's what was so interesting about the sensorites when susan did have suddenly have these powers that is the first sort of hint yeah absolutely yeah. but then the doctor is just so that's what i mean it's it's they've come from a planet but we are not told anything else 
No, and it's it's that sort of relationship, and and that's the sort of thing where it it like I think you struggle to connect because you have moments like that where you think you're getting a progression out of a character, you're getting change, and then you just sort of go back a week. Yeah, you just sort of go that back. That is your weekly serial that they've got. That is the problem. That is part of the problem of the classic series. It's week in, week out, and it can't progress too much. And I think they did have plans for Susan to be more alien. And I think they re- had to rewrite it because it, she had to identify with the with the 60s kids watching. You can't yeah. go too alien. Because we're, uh, we're probably, if they did it now, she would be. And it would be, you wouldn't need to identify with her that much. But this is a kid, you got to sort of remember, this is a kid's TV show with younger kids watching. And they want, they need someone to identify with. Any bit of progress could easily be just wiped out the next week. But then other progress continues, like their relationship as a force. Yes, yeah. I don't know. I find, like there's things like that that I find very frustrating, mm. and I don't know whether that's just because nowadays, when we watch TV series, we we expect those things. We expect character progression. We expect that. I think. Um, if- like interviews with Caroline Ford at the time she was disappointed at the time, you know, she gets the script that week. Oh, she's yeah. thinking, great. I've got this part as this alien teenager. There's going to be, there was talk of these things and then they've got to write the script. They've got to get on with it. it doesn't yeah, happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's weird after like a year because it has been a yeah. year. Like we were at the end of season yeah. one now. And for it to still be there, yeah. it's really yeah. weird. For me to still find her annoying. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to change your mind ever. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, or still have those moments of her just being really just, yeah, I don't know. And It's still, this is still very much... Well, actually, no. I was going to say I, I like the Doctor in this a lot because it, it, Ian and Barbara did their stuff, but without Susan there, I felt like the Doctor was a bit stronger because he wasn't having to look after Susan. See, I think you could have just done without Susan this whole episode and the episode would have carried they, on. Yeah, they could have written that Susan was with the Doctor and they were both travelling to Paris together and he had to look after her and they could have had that progression. If you took Susan out of this this entire episode still would have continued. Yeah. Other than that very last thing where the reason that he agreed to do that is because Susan was in prison. But he could have like agreed to um, bring that guy because of some other blackmail for whatever reason. Like You could have done without Susan for this entire thing. I mean, she, she the, you know, on that cart, Barbara could have wanted to escape and tried to, and then at last minute was like saved anyway. Mm. Um, there's so many things that just Susan served absolutely zero purpose in this. She did not add anything to this story, and she didn't even. But she didn't even hold it up. She just did nothing. She was just annoying and screamy and whiny. Other than. Actually, other than being ill and going to the doctors. Yeah, and that one. And getting them back in prison. That is it. And they could have wrote anything to have them go out and have them get captured again. Anything could have been wrote in to get them out again. Yeah. There was nothing gained from it. Well, let's hope Susan has more to do in the future. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she's had a sort of story off, so hopefully she'll have some more. It will be somebody else's turn to be the Susan, hopefully. Yeah. Susan. <laughs> yeah. And also, like I said, I've said this before. Um, it's classic sixties writing where, you know, the women are the downcasts in this, you know, because Ian is the hero. Ian is always but the hero. Barbara does her thing. She gets through it as a rational person in that situation. I still think Absolutely. And Susan isn't. And then there's other weeks where Barbara isn't. Uh, but there's very, I cannot think of an episode where Ian No, Ian is, is always not there. He is always there, yep. But you would never have writing in the 60s where the man is the rational one. 
No, I suppose not, no. So that's what I mean. It will always be the women. It will always be one of the women. The closest you have is the doctor. Um, and it's more, but it's more him stropping. Yes. Yeah. That's his, and that's his character. And his, and it is more his temper. Actually, on that but, point, William Hartnell, he's pretty good in this one, isn't he? He's pretty, all of them are yeah, pretty spot on. No, this is probably the closest. Yeah, there aren't any <laughs> obvious <laughs> things that we've noticed before yeah. like that, where he's messed up. My favourite Doctor scene was that one on the road with the yeah. like um, the gold yeah. one where he's like, and he does. That was my favourite scene. That was him. That reminded me of him in the garden in the um, in Aztecs. Yeah, yeah. That was you know, and and the sort of humour and the mm. comedy. That was my mm. favourite. Yeah, no, it was good. Yeah, it had a bit so, of everything there. And just on that yeah. point, so those shots where he's walking to Paris on film yeah that yeah that's the very first ever location <laughs> filmed <laughs> it's not William Hartnell it's a stunt it's a double not stunt double it's a double oh stunt double, <laughs> stunt double to walk along. <laughs> big stunts <laughs> and that I just want to talk about locations a minute because that's a sort of fan thing there are some things that fans do which are just a fan thing one you list your episodes in your favourites or you list your doctors in your favourite. You make a lot of lists. These are, I'm not saying every fan does yeah. this, but it's one of those things. And I think locations is a thing where, like for me, if it was like a family holiday somewhere, I'd be like, where was Doctor Who filmed nearby? Is there anywhere to go? <laughs> you know, to look. Oh, <laughs> would you? Is that why you chose to No, I was going to say, did you come to Cardiff kind for that? Of. <laughs> so it was my, the reason why I looked. <laughs> and obviously, yeah, being in Cardiff, lots of locations. There's a really good website, yeah. um, DoctorWhoLocations.net, and you can go through every single story on the locations. And people have been and matched up. So you've got that shot of William Hartner walking along like with the trees onto Paris, and that is someone's driveway yeah. in Buckinghamshire and what it looks like today. And it looks exactly the same. You've got the trees and you've got the... <laughs> so you can go there and they... Every, and the field, they've tried to track down which field it was, and there's a photo of it, you know, now... Um, I love going on that website and looking. So I had a quick look at the nearest Doctor Who locations to where we are. Oh, there'll now, be loads. So the, well, I was trying to look at the absolute nearest. And obviously, I don't want to give our locations away. But <laughs> So there's two near me. Well, there's one from Torchwood, right? There's an episode from Out yeah. of the Rain, Torchwood. And do you know where that was filmed? You know where Dusty Knuckle was down the road from me? Oh, yeah, yeah. it was before it was literally there oh. which is like yeah. 30 seconds away from me listeners uh <laughs> and also um i don't know if you've heard of the spin-off class no, no. It, it was a couple of years ago there was a doctor who spin-off class um and one of their houses one of the kids houses sorry i can't remember the name is just by nat west near me as well so they're my no. two, new two locations you I love loads. You've got loads because you're near the bay. There's, you know, there's that like, like, like park near you, that kids' playground park. Yeah? Oh yeah, yeah. So that's where yeah. Bad Wolf, where Rose sees Bad Wolf written. Um, there's, um, All right. That's your nearest location uh, is Bad Wolf episode. Yeah. Um, I'm not far from the shrine. Oh, I know yeah, that. Yanto, well, you're literally the bay with Torchwood and Yanto Shrine and everything. <laughs> I've got everything. Part of the fascination is. You've got from Reign of Terror in 1964, and you can go there now and just see. I mean, William Hartnell wasn't even there; it was some stunt guy. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> but just to see what it looks like today, it, it's still there. Um, but I like yeah. seeing the comparisons, and um, especially the older series, like the 60s ones, because it's sort of that history of you know. And we're going to get some more locations coming up soon where they. They do branch out and actually film on location a bit more. Uh, so um, that, yeah. it's funny. I, I think like because we both work like within theatre, and I've loads of friends that have been extras in yeah. stuff and in Doctor. My my ex was in the um, the sixtieth, fiftieth, fiftieth. Yeah, there that, we go. Well, I'm yeah, yeah, I know. I know which bit as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, and. I remember he used to get letters from fans mm. that wanted pictures and yeah. signed things. Um, yeah. So, 
I know. And just as an extra in episodes. Yeah, oh, definitely. Because in the magazine, they list every single person. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, everyone that's involved. So. That's just another like another fan thing, I think. It's just, you know, like actors that have been in which episodes and who's done what and who did. It's just one of those things. But I think locations is a big thing. There's always, if you can go to location, it's just one of those things that's just. Yeah. Yeah, a good thing to do. So, yeah, that's the beginning of locations. Next time you're in Buckinghamshire. And go down that driveway and walk to Paris. <laughs> Begin the long walk. What was it? 15 kilometers. Say something like that. 15 kilometer walk to Paris. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's that sort of wraps it up, doesn't it? So next week we have a very special episode. Um, as we've finished the first series, we're going to look back on our favourite moments, our favourite characters. Um, we're going to have a little award ceremony. <laughs> and the little award ceremony. What are we calling it, Mark? Well, it's going to be called the Doskers. Yay! So the very first two Watch Who Doskers will be taking place. So this week, look out on the social media. So we've put together our categories and our nominations. So we will be announcing that this week. And then on the episode, we will be announcing our winners. Very exciting stuff. Very exciting. Yeah. I think people can probably guess who's going to win and who's not. Only but some you never of, know. Only some of them, though. Only some. Yeah, some might be a surprise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, that will be coming up next week. So we will see you then for that. Uh, so uh, you can follow us on Twitter, to watch who. That's T-W-O. And on Instagram, to watch who. Um, For those that have been listening every week, thank you very much. Uh, It's good to hear feedback and that you're enjoying listening to it. thank you. (laughs) And hopefully if you are, if you're new, like Sarah, you are watching along, get BritBox, 30 days free trial, give it a try. Uh, Or you can track down the DVDs. And if you are a, a fan as well, or have been a fan like me for a long time, Hopefully you are getting a new perspective on things, <laughs> on how useless season is. But you probably already know that. <laughs> <laughs> so we will see She's you next time. Yeah. Okay. yeah, thanks. Bye. Bye. To watch who? Hey, stop you who? What are you talking about?